Genesis 1, Genesis 1, I'm going to go through the creation. God said, let there be light, and there was light, right? And then down in verse 4, I'm in verse 3, in verse 4, it says, it was good. Then he said, let there be waters in verse 9, under the heavens to be gathered together in a place, and dry land appeared. And then he said, in verse 10, it was good. In verse 11, he said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding after its kind. And you get down to verse 12, it says, it was good. And in verse 16, you begin to say he made the stars and all that, the light. And then he began in verse 18, he said, it was good. And then in verse 21, in Genesis 1, he said he created all the living creatures that moving around and all these, uh, the fowls of the air, and God saw it was good. In verse 25, God made the beasts of the earth after its kind and cattle after its kind and everything that creeped on the earth, its kind, God saw what? It was good. See, God blesses everything he made except one. He blessed everything except the firmament in verse 4. He said, he said it so. Look in verse 7 8. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters that were above the firmament, and it was so, right? And God called the firmament heaven, all right? He, he called that heaven. I need you to stay right there. I need you to stay right there. I'm going to come back to this and let you understand. He blessed everything but one, but he didn't bless the firmament in, 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 in verse 7. And eight, he blessed everything else. He said it's so because see, when God does something, it should be praised. And since you weren't there to praise him, he praised himself. He said, hey, I did it. It was good. I did this and it was good. And see, because we weren't there, we weren't there to praise him at the time. And so he had to praise himself because anytime God does something, it's worthy to be what? Praised. See, see, he blessed everything but one. He called it in the firmament, but he didn't do anything. But again, I'm going to bring you back. So remember that part right there. Do you understand that your birthday is not the day you were created? See, when your mom and your dad got together biologically, that was the day that they, your house was made. Ephesians 1 4 says, 1 4 says that we were in Christ before the foundation of the world, which means God already created your spirit before he created the world. See, create means to pull something out of nothing. To make means to form something out of something that already exists. You were made on your birthday, but you existed a long time ago before the foundation of the world was even laid. You were there. Before you were in your mother's womb, he already knew you. God actually pulled you out of himself. He just made a house for you out of the dust of the ground so that you can live in it. I know you want to make your house look good. Come on, somebody. You want to get your nails done and your feet done and your stomach tucked and your face lifted and your lips filled and your hips raised and your teeth whitened and your breasts enhanced and your nose tweaked. But in the end, after you do all that work, it's going to fall eventually. Come on, somebody. Eventually, I don't care how much work you do to it, it's going to fall. You dropping it while it's hot right now, but can you pick it back up later? That's all I'm saying. After a while, it's going to wear out. Right? <laughs> and you're going to return to the ground. Your body is going to return to the dirt from which it came from. But, but, but you, when you, when you, when a tree dies, it decomposes and goes back to the earth. When, when, our, when our body dies, it returns to the dust which it came out of. But the spirit will return to God. To be absent from the body is to be present with God. Your spirit is connected to God. You are a part of God himself. God himself lives in you. That's why we say greater 
is he who is in me than he who is in the world. That's why you got to understand because God lives in you and you came out of God. You are a little G God and Jesus even calls you that. That's why you know you have the power. The same way that God spoke the world into existence, you speak your world into existence. Let me tell you something. You know what's wrong with your life? Your mouth. Ooh, child, your mouth is what created your life. If your life is so good, you know why it's so good? Your mouth. Ooh. See, 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 it's the heat on in here, God. That by the fan, oh, we just got on black. It ain't, you good? Uh, you good. Young folk good, old folk we hot. It's all good. See, see, you are not made of dust. Your body is made of dust. You come from the fabric of God himself. <laughs> see, 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 okay, you see, I hope you see it with me. When God wants something, he does not speak to it. He speaks to what holds it. God did not say, let there be grass. He said, let the earth yield. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm trying to get somewhere. He, he told the earth, let go of what's in it. He already knew that there was seed in the ground, so he spoke to the dirt and said, dirt, release it. He spoke to the galaxy and said, release the stars. God had already placed the potential for the stars in the heavens, and he commanded the heavens to yield what he already had placed in them. He didn't say, let there be sharks, let there be fish, let there be dolphins. He said, let the waters bring forth what's in it. See, God committed the waters to let go what he had already placed in it. He did the same thing to himself when he made us. He didn't say, let there be man. He said, let us create man out of our own image. He pulled you out of himself. How dare you let the devil intimidate you when you're made out of the fabric of God himself. He made you fearfully and wonderfully and no demon in hell can stop you. What can separate me from the love of my God? No no depth, no former thing, no latter thing, no principality. Nothing can separate me from the love of God, not even myself. He spoke. God turned around and spoke his own potential. Why? Because you were inside of God at one time. He spoke to the potential of dirt and said, turn the vegetation loose. He spoke to the potential of the heavens and said, turn the stars loose. He spoke to the potential of water and said, turn the fish loose. He spoke to the potential in himself and said, turn man loose. See, you take vegetation out the earth, it dies. You take stars out of the heavens, it dies. You take fish out of water, they die. If you take us away from God, we die. Animals, plants, and stars have enough sense not to separate themselves from what they came out of because they understand that the origin is what gives them life. But we try to live life outside of God and wonder why our life messed up, wonder why our marriages messed up, wonder why our health and careers are messed up, wonder why our dreams die, because you cannot live outside of what you came from. Uh, if if you are a fish, you can't live outside of water. If you're a human, you can't live outside of God. Why? You, you don't ever just say fish, say, man, you know what? I'm going to get out the water and just go walk down the street. I want to see what's going on over there. Huh? You don't ever see no fish do that? You don't ever see no tree like, man, I'm tired of standing right here, man. Let me go on down 64 and see what they got over there. I heard they got a new, uh, a new club over down the street. 
No, a tree has enough sense to stay where it's planted. And it's funny that God know the tree got more sense in it because it said you will be like a tree planted beside rivers of living water that yields fruit in its season. A fish know not to leave. But, but for some reason, we want to go away out from our source. If we stay connected to our source and draw nigh to our source and he will draw nigh unto us, we won't wither away and die. Our lives will be abundant because he came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. But the reason why we don't have an abundant life is because we continue to try to live outside of our source. I'm going somewhere. When God speaks in your life, that does not necessarily mean he's speaking about what is happening in your life. He's speaking to your potential and telling your potential to turn it loose. Watch. Some of you have been struggling for a job for months, for years. Some of y'all don't even have an interview, and God will whisper in your ear and call you blessed. He'll be like, God, how in the world are you calling me blessed? I don't even have a job. I'm not even getting a check because God already knows the potential he put in you. He made you fearfully and wonderfully. He gave you the power to obtain wealth. He gave you gifts, and your gifts will make room for you. Maybe you got depressed. Maybe you lost your way. Maybe you not been in your, haven't been in your word enough to understand what your call is. But God will call you blessed, not because of what you look like right now, but because of what he know he created you to be. The reason why you keep losing to the devil is because you keep fighting him on the level that you own right now. The devil is not fighting you for where you are. He's fighting you from your potential. He knows what you were created to be. He was right there when you was created. When God created the heaven and the earth, he created you. The devil was right there. He was the minister of worship. He was over all the worship. He was right there when you were made. He knows your potential. You're wondering why you keep being attacked all the time. It's because the devil knows who you are. The problem is you don't. People on your job hate on you because of your potential. And you sitting in your cubicle wondering why they're hating on you. Because the demons in them know that you're anointed. You just don't know. God made you fearfully and wonderfully and put some potential and power in you that you've not yet released. I tell you this enough times. Remember, I told you the angel said, what is the man that you're mindful of them, that you made everything to be subject under their feet, yet they don't walk in it. The demons at your job, the demons at your house, the demons at your church, the demons in your clubs, the demons in your fraternity sorority, they already know who you are, and they're jealous because they know where you're going the minute you understand who you are. He don't care that it don't look blessed. He said, you better say you rich. God is speaking to your potential. He already invested some stuff in you. You have to speak those things that be not as though they were. If you're poor right now, don't say poor things. Your reason why you're poor, because you talk poor. Stop talking poor and you won't be poor. You better start saying I'm rich and God has supplied all of my needs according to his riches in glory. You better start telling your tell your neighbor it might look like it might not look like I'm blessed right now, but I'm telling you I'm highly favored and God has blessed me. I may not look like I have it today, but I promise you God has already opened up the windows of heaven and poured a blessing I won't have room to receive.
see. It might not have manifested right now, but I'm telling you, baby, I'm on my way. I'm going to stop speaking death. I'm going to speak life because my God has made me fearfully and wonderfully. I know, I know it's some power in me. It's inside of me. I may have been walking in the feet for a while, but I'm hearing the word right now, and I'm gonna imp- it's going to empower me and make me whole, and whatever is holding my blessing, it better turn it loose. You better slap the devil and tell the devil, you better let my blessings go. I'm coming to hell to come get my blessing, and I'm going to walk back out again. My God has given me the keys to the kingdom, and I shall not walk around here, busted and disgusted. I'm going to walk in my favor and in my abundance. Serving a rich God that I came out of and I'm walking around here broke. What's been wrong with me? I need to get myself together. I got to make my mouth start saying what I really want and stop saying what I don't want. You better get your mouth right before you hang around me. I heard people feel it all the time. I don't care if it just, you might not mean what you say, but if you say something to me that it ain't going to happen, I rebuke it, and you get sensitive, shut up. Because you ain't going to say nothing negative around me. When I know what I want and you start talking about how I might not get it, I tell you to shut up. You better walk away from me because I do not receive anything that says, oh, you don't hear me. I don't receive abundance. I don't receive lack. I don't receive defeat. I don't receive brokenness. I don't receive poverty. I don't receive hunger. I receive my abundance because that's what Jesus said he came to give me. You better start sounding like what you want. Sound check, testing, sound check, testing, one, two, three. The reason some of you have not gotten a breakthrough is because you're fighting the devil. Again, like I said, on the level where you are, but he's not fighting you for where you are. He knows your purpose. Until you find your purpose, you will never realize your potential potential, and you remain defeated because your prayer will never meet the level of your attack. Your worship will never meet the level of your battle. Your praise will never rise to the point of curating the breakthrough on the level of your attack. When you start knowing your purpose and you start understanding why people are coming against you, I was like, why in the world are these people coming at me so strong and I'm only running for a daggone office that only makes $24,000 a year? That's poverty in my mind and you fight for me for the bottom job of the job of the of the barrel job I believe God just let me run so he can show me who I was because you got to understand that my level is not local I'm an international kingdom minded person and God want to use me to get the message around the world I ain't got time to be worried about no local mess my God has made me fearfully and wonderfully when you start understanding who you are you will start realizing why people hate on you so much and you will start clapping for your hand. Come on, give me some more hate because you ain't doing nothing but showing me who I am. When people lie on you and try to destroy your character and don't even know you, it's because the demons know where you're going. The demons know who you are, and they're trying to discourage you, and you wonder why in the world are they attacking me? They're attacking me. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm on the local. They're attacking me like I'm running for president or something. But I wasn't ready. 
Because God had let me go into a realm I didn't understand. So now I understand what you go through. See, I understand why people attack me when I'm at church because I know what I'm doing for the kingdom. And so because I'm a pastor, I know why I get attacked. But I realize you don't know why you get attacked. You get attacked because even though you might not be called to preach, you still a prophet. You still a prophetess. You still an evangelist because God wants to plant you into uncircumcised places. He wants to put you in the world places that have not been redeemed and put your anointing there and make you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower so people can see how much power he has. And the devil will resist you being promoted because he don't want you to have more influence. The higher you are, the more money you have, the more influence you have because it magnifies your voice. And the devil does not want your voice to be magnified. <clears throat> they ain't attacking you because you're in the cubicle. They're attacking you because you're going to the front office. You just need to know what your call and what your purpose is. And then when your enemy come at you, you will just start shouting because you understand that my father prepares a place for me in the presence of my enemies. Oh, my enemies coming, baby. Let me go ahead and get my little handkerchief and my little bib together and put it in my shirt. Let me go ahead and take out the real china and the real cups because we about to drink and eat good today, baby, because my enemies coming at me like a flood when my blessings must be right around the corner because the devil can't create anything else and he only attacked me right at the cusp of my breakthrough. When my breakthrough about to come, here come the piranha, here come the snake. Do you know when the fire comes, that's when the snake came out and bit Paul because the fire would drive the snake out of, oh y'all don't hear me, your fire, when that anointing hits you, that fire begins to bring the snakes out because they already knew who you were, but when you start you don't hear me. When you start walking into your purpose, they're going to start attacking you because they know that you're about to walk in the power and the purpose God has potential inside of you. Oh, Lord, y'all got 8 o'clock got me crunk. I know I'm going to have to be take a break. Bother me in between services. Go get my CPAP machine and get me some oxygen. Get ready for y'all. <laughs> Ooh, if you ever understand who you really are, ooh, if you ever figure out your purpose, ooh, that's why the devil trying to get you while you on the spinning wheel. See, see, when you're on the spinning wheel and, and the potter is shaping you, it's easier to knock you off and mess up the shape because it has not yet been formed all the way. And so while God is forming you and shaping you through your life, the devil attacks you in the embryonic stages of your call, of your move to your potential. But once you go through the fire and survive, go through the kiln machine and get hard, the devil can't stop you. He's trying to get you before you get into your position. You can't walk in victory until you take your purpose. All things happen for the good of those who are called according to his... Ooh. 
That's the catch. The devil try to keep you out of your purpose because if I keep you out of your purpose, it might not be all good. I'm going to leave that alone. Let you, let you marinate on I got too much to say today. Hope y'all charged up the cameras. See, the more sound, the more power. See, a sonic boom is the sound associated with the shock waves created by an object traveling through the air faster than the speed of sound. Sonic booms generate when an object passes through the air. It, it creates a series of pressure waves in front and behind it, similar to the boat and stern of waves created by a boat. These waves travel at the speed of sound, and it, it, so the object increases. See, the, anyway, at the end of the day, when you travel real fast, it gets loud. Because the sound waves in the front and the back of the object begin to collide with each other and cause a sonic boom, which is an explosion. I can hear a locomotive before it get there. I don't know how people get hit by trains. You didn't hear that? It's loud. And it's blowing a horn. I can hear a jet before I see it. I can hear a semi-truck before I see it. See, you got to see, see, this is a funny thing. I see the truck before I hear it. I mean, I hear the truck before I see it sometimes. I, I stopped because I was stopping. And I stopped a little bit because I could hear the fire truck coming. And I stopped a little bit from the light, even though I couldn't see, because I didn't know if this fire truck was going to keep going straight or turn. And actually turn, well, you know, right where I would have been. But I slowed down because I could hear it coming, even though I couldn't see it. I can hear the plane in the sky, and that's why I look up to see it. I hear the helicopter before I see it. Anything that has power makes sound. But you hear the sound before it gets there. See, the problem with the church is we do the opposite. We want to make a sound after we get blessed. You want to shout after you get the house. Let me say it one more time. You want to shout after you get the house. I had to talk to somebody. <laughs> you want to shout after you get the healing. But before something powerful comes, I can hear it before I see it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I got to learn how to shout and praise God before I get blessed. Oh, come on, somebody. I can hear my blessing coming around the corner by my faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I don't see it, but I heard it in my spirit because faith comes by hearing. And if God told it to me, I know it's coming. When you shout victory, even though you getting your teeth knocked in, it confuses the enemy. 
when you start praising God before the battle is over, it starts making the enemy feel defeated because God inhabits your praise. Come on, somebody. If you praise God, he inhabits it. You better find you two or three jokers that got faith just like you or more than you and start having some praise parties, not just at church, but at home in your car. Oh, y'all don't hear me. I'm going to start making my sound so my blessings can come. One church, one sound. Ooh. Ooh, I wish I could sound check y'all right now. Stop making the sound after. Make the sound before. In other words, you've got to make a sound in the direction before your life will move in that direction. If you, won't stop, if you don't want to be depressed, stop making depressing sounds. Huh? If you don't want to be sick, stop making sick sounds. If you don't want to have anxiety, stop making anxious sounds. You've got to start making a sound of what you want and start moving in that direction because the blessing moves the glory makes the sound. Speak those things that be not as though they were. When you go to your enemy, you better stop being quiet. You better start saying it, even if you don't want to say it out loud. What did David say? You uncircumcised Philistine, I'm a, you come at me with a sword and a spear. I come at you with the armies of the living God. I'm going to take this rock, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to cut your head off. He spoke by faith. You better tell me, I'm about to go in this interview, and I'm going to kill it. It's going to be good. God is going to make, see, you go to your interview, I don't know, I don't know. I'm so nervous. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. I might not do good. You ain't going to do good unless the sound you make it. Even if you're nervous, you got to say, I know God has meant for me to have this job. I know I'm going to have favor. I know my my God said he would not withhold any good and perfect gift from me. And if I don't get the job, God got something better because God will never withhold anything from me that's good. better start having company. You don't hire me. That's your fault. Yeah. That's your fault. Ain't my fault. Your fault. You don't hire me. Your fault. I want to repent after this, but I feel like it matters the sermon. I ain't studied churches that called me to interview and then didn't get me. Your fault. They be calling me sometimes. You have me over there? Yeah. Even, if, even when y'all get on my nerves, I say, yeah. I ain't gonna, you didn't want me by. Back then, didn't want me. <laughs> now hot, they all on me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? You need to start saying that after the interview if you don't get it. Back then, didn't want me. Go on and speak because God has something for you that nobody can do but you. You just need to make the right sound. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know what? I'll be around Jarrell a lot. I'll be around Wes a lot. I'll be around Jonathan a lot. I'll be around them a lot. But at the end of the day, I'm around me more than them. Wherever I go, there I is. I tried to hide from myself, and I'm still right there. <laughs> no matter where you go, there you are. 
So who needs to make the faith sounds? You. And you want to hear? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Who need to read their word and confess the word of God? You. Because you hear yourself. Your ears are attached to you. You hear your sound inside and outside. That's why you sound different to yourself when you hear yourself on recording. Because now you're hearing yourself from the outside only. That don't sound like me. It is you, you funny person. You just don't hear yourself only from the outside. You hear yourself from the inside and outside. So you doubly speaking. Oh, you don't hear me right now. When you speak positivity, you magnify the faith in your life. Speak your faith inside out. Ooh. Out of the abundance of the house, heart, the mouth speaks. A man's belly shall be satisfied by the fruit of his lips, right? You, you better start making praising sounds and calling the Holy Ghost if you want what God has for you to manifest in your life. See, can I say something? If you were to turn the sound off on a movie, you would have no idea what's happening. Sometimes I watch TV without the sound. I don't know why. Sometimes I think I know what's happening, but I don't. Right? But say, 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 say a girl walking down the street and, 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 and the sound and, and, and it's saying, zippity doo da, zippity a. You know everything going good, unless it's a twisted writer. Huh? You know she going to somebody's birthday party. You know she happy. You know something going to end well. Why? Because of the sound. Right? But if I hear, she gonna die. Oh, she gonna die, girl. I'm telling you, the music telling me what's gonna happen. The movies know how to make you react to sound. Why don't we know? You knew what was going to happen to that same lady, even if she walked in the same way with the same dress because of the sound. Because the sound was positive, you knew she was all right. But when it was negative, Jason going to get her. She going to die, girl. And you said, oh, Lord, what is going to happen? Oh, I don't want to jump, but I know what's going to happen. Where they going to kill her at? Stop making sounds that don't line up with what you want. Because you're fearfully and wonderfully made in the same way God spoke the world, you can speak your world. You got that much power. You know, you say, man, I ain't heard from so-and-so in a long time, and it's somebody you don't even want to hear from, and they call you. You did it because you said their name. <laughs> you might as well just get in the mirror and say, Candyman, Candyman. I ain't never said it more than two times. I ain't never said it, even without a mirror. I ain't gonna say it three times. <laughs> but when you speak it, it happens because your mouth is powerful. Ooh, look at him. We made in the image of God, so you know you have the power. <laughs> 
And can I tell you something? Y'all need to start making some sound for what you want. Oh, y'all know yes, man. See, see, it, it, it sound. See, I, I told you before. See, the shout is a high form of praise. And the shout in the Greek means to rip your enemy apart piece by piece. And so when you learn how to shout before the blessing comes, you are, are unlocking your blessing because you already are speaking those things that be not as though they were. I speak what I want. I shout what I want. I let the world know what I want when I want it. I say, I remember I sent an email when we kept, the church kept not closing, kept not closing, and God told me it was going to close on Good Friday, and I sent an email, I think Ms. Bales was on the email, too, and I sent an email, and I said, we're going to close on Friday, Good Friday. So I had already got Jonathan to take my place. Thank God, because y'all had the battle royal that, that time. Y'all fighting over a microphone, not you, but I'm saying, anyway. <laughs> Glad I missed that one. But I always I got John to take my place to preach with me before it even happened because I knew what God said. And I sent the email, and the email, because I'm typing, it's still digital sound that makes sound. You know, it's digital sound that makes the shape of the letters, even though you don't hear. Remember, you used to play jingle bells on the phone back in the day, ding, 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 because it make a sound. Each keystroke makes a sound. I sent an email, and I said, it's going to close on Friday. Nobody was even ready to close on Friday. They didn't even get the books together, but I had already told them it was going to close. And it closed on Friday because I spoke what God had already told me it was going to happen in the atmosphere. It kept being delayed. It kept being delayed. It was delayed two and a half months. But when God spoke, I said, I got to say it out loud. And I got to say what my God has promised my church. It shall close on Good Friday 2018 of my Lord. And we going to walk and take over the territory. And it closed because I spoke what I wanted. I said it out loud. Remember the boy in Mark chapter 9? The, the daddy said, Lord, help us. Help my belief. When he said, I know you can do it. And everybody heard him, God move. It's something about when you say Jesus' name out loud that it causes the demons to tremble, but it also put Jesus on notice and God on notice that you got enough faith to put my name on it. I got to show up. When I say in Jesus' name, I'm letting you know you got to show up. That's why when you go to these political events and you pray, they don't want you to say in Jesus' name because the demons know the power. You have to run your enemy making sounds. You got to run up to Goliath and talk to him. Let me show you how this line up with Genesis 1 because I'm tired. The disciples asked Jesus, how do we pray? Jesus said, pray like this. Thou kingdom come, thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Here is the dilemma. There are three heavens. The first is the earth's atmosphere right above your head. The third heaven is where John had ascended to on the island of Patmos and where he received the revelation from Jesus Christ and God. And, and, and the third heaven is also where Paul said he went in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 when he said, I went to the third heaven in order and, and said things that no man should utter. And, but the second heaven is where the firmament. See, 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 
the firmament, when you study the word firmament, it means the same word that we get from Ephesians chapter 2 when it says you fight the principalities from high places. It says the devil is the little g god of the air. Principalities from high places. The firmament, he didn't say it was good because that's what he made to house Satan's demons after they acted a fool. You feel me? So you got the first heaven where you are, the third heaven where God is, the second heaven where the devil is. So that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So on earth as it is in heaven, that means I'm trying to get what God has already given me in the third heaven to the first heaven. The dilemma is the second heaven don't like me and they got to approve it. Well, they ain't got to approve it. They got to get through there. You know how you, you oh, Lord, she don't even like me. That's who checking me in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you know how it is when you see somebody you know don't like you. Oh, Lord, Jesus, please give me my anointed fake face. Please give me my anointed fake. Hey, girl, how you doing? God, don't let me roll my eyes, Lord. Please don't let me roll my eyes. <laughs> All right? So y'all got it. I feel it. Y'all laughing hard enough so I know you get it. The second heaven is in the way. You got to, you see, he said, I shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. The problem is the riches, the problem is not the riches, the problem is they in glory, which means I got to step my level up and reach to the third heaven and get into the first heaven, but I know I got to have enough faith to make it go through the second heaven. See, see, remember Daniel prayed. And he prayed for 21 days, and then the, 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 the angel finally got to him. He said, the day you prayed, I was dispatched. But the devil, but the prince of Persia held me up. That's the second heaven. It was held up. That's why faith is the mechanism in which you have the keys to the kingdom. See, some of y'all, man, where my keys at? Didn't Jesus say he gave me the keys to the kingdom? It ain't no key to scrape the car with. He gave you faith. Faith is the substance and the evidence. And that's what you use to unlock what God has given you. The devil is not in hell. Hell is reserved for the devil. Remember when he said, have you noticed my servant Job? Because the devil was walking up to heaven and come back down. He's right there by God. He's right below God. That's why you gotta, that's why your weapons are not carnal, but are spiritual for the casting out of strongholds and vain imaginations and anything that exalted itself against the armies of the living God. You have power with your faith. You gotta have faith to unlock the blessings you have. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you pray to get your stuff from the third heaven, right? And say, in Jesus' name, I receive it. Thou will be done on earth as in heaven, heaven. But you still got to, you're not finished praying. You got to go say, I'm going to bind those things in heaven. And, and, and I'm going to bind those things on earth so they'll be bound in heaven. I'm going to loose those things on earth so it'll be loose in heaven. Now you're talking to the second heaven because that second heaven is in your way. But you have the same power that God has. And you speak to the devil and you say, you better let my blessings go. My God has already released my healing. See, the problem, you have all, you, you remember you were created. You, you are 
forever. You are, you are eternity years old. You were already in God. So your spirit sometimes gives you deja vu because your spirit already knew what you're supposed to have because your spirit already knew what you had in the heavens. You just got to have enough faith to bring it down here. Yet before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before he released you in this time and space, he already had given you a purpose. Your spirit knows you just got to have enough faith so your soul can know. Come on, I'm, 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 I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. He, 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 he housed them there. And so you, you got to have enough faith to get to the first heaven down here from the third heaven what God already gave you. The challenge is this. I know that's challenging your theology, but I need you to understand. Faith is the medium God has given us to take our blessing from the third dimension and bring it here. Faith is the substance and the evidence. When God puts something in your heart that you're supposed to have, unless it's a person. <laughs> when some of y'all, that's my husband. He already married, girl. That ain't faith. That's just crazy. Your faith is what God gave you to release your blessing. Faith is the substance and the evidence, which means faith is as tangible as this pulpit. If I have faith, I know it's going to happen because God told me, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And as long as I keep confessing it and keep saying that God shall not withhold any good and perfect gift from me, he shall bless me in the valley and bless me in the field, bless me in my coming and bless me in my going. When I start putting scriptures on my situation, by his stripes I'm healed. This cancer is gone. You are already healed in the heavens. You just got to have enough faith to manifest it down here and we got to pray you through the second heaven because the devil is attacking you because he don't want you to get your healing because he know the more health you have and the more energy you have the more impact you're going to make for the kingdom so if the devil is attacking you you better understand you're a bad mama jammer and he's so scared of you he's trying to make you sick he's trying to take you out early because he knows that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God is about to do in your life. See, you getting depressed and say, why me? Why me? Because the devil know how valuable you are. And the minute you know you're getting attacked because of how valuable you are, you will stop being depressed and start shouting because you know a blessing is coming to you because the devil understands who you are and he's trying to hold you back and as long as you keep pushing forward and faint not and don't get weary in your well-doing it shall come to pass what in your life has God has promised you start making that sound to release it he said here I'm gonna fix this I'm gonna give you the keys to the kingdom whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven Whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. He's not talking about the third heaven. He's talking about the second heaven. He gave you the keys so you can walk in hell's place and say, give me my blessing. I'm going to bind this on earth. It's going to be bound up there. I'm going to loose what's supposed to be here. I'm going to loose my healing in the name of Jesus. I'm going to bind poverty. I'm going to bind lack. I'm going to bind sickness. I'm going to bind disease. I'm going to bind infirmity. 
I'm going to bind failure. I'm going to bind sin. And when I bind it down here, it's going to be bound in the second heaven. Devil, you can't stop me. My mouth is powerful because it's full of faith. I'm coming to It must be some 11 o'clock folk in here. The Bible says, give thanksgiving when you're making your request to God. How, how do you handle Satan and his minions? There's an expression of praise that will shut the devil up. See, because he has no real power. Remember, he comes as a roaring lion. He's not a lion. But then the Bible says there's another level of praise that steals the enemy, which means it will render the enemy helpless. There is a praise that will make hell stop. I got, again, in my study, I found that the pinnacle of praise is to shout. Remember, the more powerful something is, the louder it is. The word shout means to rip your enemy apart piece by piece. When Israel defeated Jericho, it came as a result of the shout, which takes us back to my point earlier. You can't look for a result and then make a sound. You have to make a sound to get the result. Come on, somebody. Elijah said, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. Then he sent the servant to go look again. Elijah said, go look again because I hear the sound. God told Jehoshaphat, put down your weapons. Go get your instruments of praise and I put your enemy into confusion he told Israel on the seventh day shot outside of Jericho and the walls will fall down in the upper room there came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind and then fire came down and sat upon them we've got this thing backwards we want to shout after God heals us we want to shout after we get the job. I'm here to tell you right now. You better shout right now and let God know. I want my healing. I want my deliverance. I want my victory. I want my liberation. I want my freedom. I want my money. I want my elevation. I want my promotion. So I'm about to shout right now tell me can I get about 50 people that understand that I want what God has for me I'm not gonna wait on it I'm gonna shout right now yes hey hey tell your neighbor I don't care if I'm loud I'm about to shout my blessing loose. I'm about to shout my healing loose. I don't care. I get it out. I'm gonna run for my victory. I'm gonna shout for my healing. I'm gonna shout for my blessing. I'm gonna shout for my deliverance. I'm not gonna wait until it comes. I'm a shout right now. Hey, I'm gonna call those things that be not as though they were. I'm sick, but I ain't gonna claim it. By his stripes, I'm healed. I may look broke, but I ain't gonna claim it. He just supply all 
on my knees according to his riches and glory my enemies coming at me but I ain't gonna faint because even when my enemies come at me like a flood he shall deliver me I know it's hot but I can walk through the fire and I won't be burned I know it's raining hard but the waters shall not overtake me hey I'm a walk in my blessing I'm a walk in my healing if you want it right now on three we're gonna shout our blessing loose one two three yeah 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 shout it loose shout it loose shout it loose Shout it loose! Shout it loose! Hey! It's over! It's over! I already am victorious by his stripes. I'm healed. Hey! I'm delivered. He came to give me life. And they're giving it to me abundantly. I, my bank account may look broke, but he said he just supply all of my needs according to his riches in glory. I'm about to get the keys to the kingdom, which is my faith to unlock the third heaven and bring my blessings down. And if the second heaven holds it up, I'ma let them know I bind poverty, I bind anxiety, I bind low self-esteem, I bind defeat on earth, and it's gonna be bound in the second heaven. I lose my healing, I lose my faith, I lose my money. I lose my career. I lose my elevation. I lose my blessing. And when I lose it down here, you gotta let it go. I'm serving you notice. Satan, if you don't let it go, I'ma get in the spirit and I'ma come get it myself. The kingdom of God suffering violence and the violence Take it by force. You better tell the devil. You better point at yourself. The kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent, take it by force. Hey, you can't have my family. You can't have my wife. You can't have my husband. You can't have my house. You can't have my blessing. I'm gonna come get it from the second heaven right now, not tomorrow. I know you sang the song, any day now. I don't want any day, I want it today. Right now, right now, not tomorrow. Change.
change your sound. Connect your sound to your pastor's sound because your pastor is about to go places no man, no woman has ever gone before. And if you connect it with this covenant relationship, call newbies grow. Strap up, buckle in, because Starship Newbies Grow is about to take off and go into the territory to claim our blessing. Hey! Change. Change your sound. Change your sound. The devil used music more than anything because he was the worship leader. He uses music. That's why y'all gotta be prayed up. Y'all clear the airway for me. When you ain't prayed up, I'm gonna have a hard day. But y'all been prayed up. And it was easy. Whoo. You, you gotta be prayed up. You gotta change your sound. You can't be talking about, I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain. Why? The, devil, the God says, speak to that mountain and tell that mountain to move. I ain't got time to climb no daggone mountain. My knee hurt. Hey, when I hurt my knee, I hated that song even more. Come on the rough side of the mountain. Yeah, Luther Daddy sang it and he don't even like it. <laughs> I said, hey, ain't, that's your song, right? He said, when I first made it, no, nah, man, that's my daddy. He ain't say it, but I could hear the tone like, that ain't theological for, for me. I want my blessing. I ain't going to make no depressing sounds. I made sounds of victory. I told y'all, Tupac got shot the second time and down. Ooh, no, lead this rap music along with it. It's dangerous. I ain't saying it's all bad, but all he spoke was death, and that's something I ain't want. But if you singing it, you speaking it. What lyrics are you singing that are bringing you damnation? I got rid of all my CDs, and then all of a sudden they made this thing called Sirius Radio. And then I got access to everything. I was like, oh, Lord, let me take this out. I got it all LL. I can't listen to you no more. I got to get this sermon together. I got to take it off. I got to take it off the memory. And I took it off in one car. I forgot to take it off in another car. Here I am. Mama, don't cry even when they no, 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 delete. Can't listen to that defeated sound. I need some victory. I need some no ordinary worship. Huh. I need some praise. I need some Lamb of God. I need some deliverance. I need some deliver me. Huh. I need something that's going to speak life into me, not death. Uh-uh. I need some of Yolanda Adams. If I'm alone in a room, I need to be with God. <laughs> it's just me and you. You know what I'm saying? I, I got you. Make the sound that you want to hear. We ain't playing with this sound no more. I wasn't even talking about you, but I'm glad you got it together. But <laughs> we. <laughs> 
We ain't playing with this sound. We got to make a unified sound that speaks blessings, not curses. That speaks blessings, not defeat. I, what, I, what I realized in this real estate, what I realized with this real estate, these clients, a lot of them, they get scared. Ooh. You know why? Because the devil don't want you to be blessed. And so right when you're about to walk into a blessing, he puts a spirit of fear on you and trying to make you not possess what God has for you. It could be a house. It could be a car. It could be you're supposed to marry this person. It could be calling your son you ain't never talked to in a long time. And all of a sudden, when you get to that point to do it here, just put a spirit of fear on you to make you not walk into what God wants you to walk into for you to receive a blessing or a healing or a breakthrough. Don't you let that slippery serpent take your blessing. You better bind that junk up in the second heaven. Tell him I've loose my healing. I loose my blessing. And if you're doing your job and get fired, don't cry. God is moving you somewhere you're supposed to be. Amen. And I'm telling you, don't. As long as you're doing your job the way you're supposed to, sometimes you ain't hear God. And he said, you know what, I just cut this off to make sure you don't go. Let me tell you, the, the greatest prayer you can pray that's going to scare you to death is this. God, close every door I shouldn't walk through. Because you know how we are. We want options. We feel more powerful when we got options. No, God closed every door I'm not supposed to walk through. Only open the door of doors I'm supposed to walk through. But that's what happens when you know your vision. When I began to understand the vision and understand everything has to go through the vision, then I didn't care when church people got mad. I could be like, more. see, Miss Spell, she'll say no to you anyway. She don't care. No, you can't have it. No, don't make no sense. Pass on me. I, I tell her she can't no, no check for you. That's why you gotta have, you gotta have one of them gangster trustees like her. Huh, what? Not what? You know you know what I mean? No sense. I know you don't want to tell her. I tell her. Appreciate it, Miss Bell. I appreciate. It. That's my no button. Anytime I want to say no, I just call Miss Bell. Hey. Miss Bell said no. <laughs> but seriously though. But when I began to understand, everything has to fit the vision. If it don't fit the vision, I'm going to tell you no. Because if it don't fit the vision of Newbies Grove, if it don't fit the vision of what God gave me, I can't do it. Your vision protects you, and it lets you know why you're getting attacked. It lets you know why you're being successful. Certain things that left, I had to let them leave. We, we were getting rent from one of our, one of the big vendors, one of the, the biggest renters we had, but it didn't fit the vision because they never did the vision the way they said they were going to do it, and it didn't match. So it didn't matter that we were losing 4000 or some dollars in rent, but it, it didn't fit the vision. You got to learn how to make that one sound of your vision, and everything that needs to fall away will fall away. Because when you look to the hills for which cometh your help, he going to make everything fall off that don't need to be there. Yeah. Huh? See, if you chase your vision and make that sound towards your vision, 
you know what else ain't going to happen? <laughs> you ain't got to worry about saying, oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. As a man thinketh, so is he or she. If you're thinking about what you shouldn't be doing, that's what you're going to do. Oh, man, I don't want to go to Ray Ray house. Girl, you going. <laughs> you, 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 because you're saying it. You got to begin to look toward the hills that come of your help and chase what God wants you to chase, and that other mess will fall off anyway. Think about your vision and where you're supposed to go and your purpose and not sin. When you think about sin, you're going to do it because that's where your mind at. As a man or woman thinketh, so is he or she. Think on those things which are perfect, those things which are good, those things which are ahead, and God will cause the other stuff to fall off because you're so focused. One body, one sound. What does that mean? One church, one church here first. If we don't, if we don't get along with each other, we ain't gonna get along with the other church, no way. So one church, one sound. One body, one sound. So we have one vision, building kingdom mind and people to serve the community. And that's what we're gonna do every time we do ministry. If it don't fit that, we ain't doing it. But What's your vision for yourself? Because your vision for yourself begins to enhance the vision for the church because your gift will make room for you and your, where your heart is, your treasure lies, where your treasure is, your heart lies. So when you really begin to chase your vision and your heart, God will give you treasure and then your time's going to increase. And then Deacon Smith, they got to keep you on 15-minute speech. <laughs> you will come in giving anyway because God has given you an overflow. You understand? One church, one vision. One body, one vision. One church, one sound. One body, one sound. Because when you have a vision, it's going to make your sound strong. Because it's going to pull everything together and concentrate it. Amen? So when you walk in the vision of New Beach Grove, God is going to give you your vision. You're going to get your vision. You got to seek God so, so God can show you what your purpose is. And I don't care how much money you make it, when you walk in your purpose, God going to send you more. Amen? I'm, t- I'm a witness. I let go of real estate. I let go of, of, of my comedy at home. I let go of doing my workshops. I came here and only did the church until God said I could do other things. And then when he gave it back, he gave it me pr- back to me, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. I mean, I used to have to go knock on doors and hand out cards. I don't have to do that no more. But you know what? I'm going to start back doing it because that'll mean I made more money. I'm going to go knock on doors. Should I knock on it and then win the election? I can at least knock on it and go get a check. What is God's vision for your life? What is God's purpose for your life? That's your homework. Figure it out. Wrestle with it. Figure out what your gifts are. And your gifts begin to show you what it is that you're supposed to do. If you haven't taken the spiritual gifts assessment, you can get one from Deacon Dawson. I know you don't recognize the I know, man, appreciate it, man. I know you didn't want to wear no T-shirt. Bless your heart. I know this joke is struggling. I can feel his spirit. He ain't got no suit on. He about to go crazy. But this still Deacon Dawson. So you, if, you, if you need a spiritual gifts assessment, get, the, get with him because you need to know what your gifts are so you can know what your purpose is, and then you'll begin to seek that. And God going to open up so many doors for you to walk through elevation, elevation, elevation. Amen?